All right. We are back. We were supposed to be back Friday, um, but also life is busy. So I am back today with the Holmes Politicast. Um, all right. So we got a lot to get to. Give me just one second. I'm going to get ready for my opening. Okay, here we go. Michigan is finally losing the mask mandate. Um, it is being repealed in a lot of stores. Meyer has announced that they will no longer be doing masks. Uh, a few other places, you know, besides the, the ones that have been pushing for no masks since the beginning. Um, so that's cool. Also, Whitmer reveals how she flew to Florida. Um, and everybody questions, even the Detroit Free Press is questioning that. So we got a couple articles from the Detroit Free Press that we're going to look at today because, you know, every once in a while they get something right. So here we are, Anon Don, the Holmes Politicast. Alright, let's get right to it because I am exhausted and it is way too late to be streaming. Um, Alright, so Detroit Free Press, Meyer drops customer mask wearing policy. Others keep policies in place. Okay, so uh, Meyer announced Monday that fully vaccinated customers can now enter its stores without a face covering. It says it will still require its store team members to wear a face covering. That's dumb. Um, so I guess, uh, once people start quitting, they're going to, you know, get rid of that. Their workers are going to start going places that don't require masks. Um, and the free market will hopefully take charge again at some point. I mean, we can hope, but, um, so the sentiment around Metro Detroit grocery stores is that no one wants to be the mask police asking customers whether they are vaccinated or not. Uh, that's that's true. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. And uh, workers that are asked to do that, uh, you're, you're, you are actually free to leave your job and find another one. Um, so just don't just feel like you have to do something just because your employer says, oh, you have to do it. Eh, no, no, you don't really. Um, I mean, you can just take the mask off and see if they fire you too. Um, that's always a viable option, but yes, I am definitely an advocate of not doing the whole, you know, forcing other people to do things they don't want to do. Um, Christopher Weissman, safety and compliance manager at West at Western market in Ferndale believes the quote, onus has now shifted to the business owners. Well, there was never any onus, but whatever. Uh, at Western Market, they will continue the mask requirement to stay in compliance with Michigan Occupational and Safety Health Administration. Yeah, that we need to get rid of that, actually. Uh, my OSHA, that needs to go. Um, so if, if Soldano gets in, you know, that's going to be one of the first things we better be demanding of him. Um... See, my OSHA requires both customers and staff to wear masks in retail settings, and they make no distinction between vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals. Well, that's actually in direct contradiction to the uh, CDC, I think. 
um, because they said that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need a mask at all. So um, it is what it is. In an email statement to the free press, my OSHA's COVID-19 workplace director, Sean, Sean Egan, said my OSHA will soon post updates, updated workplace rules reflecting the CDC's recent guidelines on face masks for fully vaccinated people. Until then, my OSHA will consider compliance with the MDHHS order as good faith to comply when responding to employee complaints or conducting investigations related to COVID-19. So at least they'll they're gonna assume that the places are trying, um, which is probably good because they're never gonna get compliance. Western's mask policy hasn't been a big issue, Weissman said. They will stay compliant with regulatory authorities. What does that mean? Compliant with regulatory authorities? Isn't he the regulatory authority? Oh no, Sean Egan is no. Who the heck is Weissman? Uh, which one is Weissman? Safety and Compliance Manager. Okay. So, um, so he's in Myosha. Uh, he is the regulatory authorities. But if he means the CDC, then you're kind of in contradiction there, buddy. Um,. More often than not, Weissman said, people will want to wear the mask. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, I, I can't actually laugh at that too hard because uh, it seems that a lot of people do want to wear a mask. So, the hope is that the guidance, the requirements of those agencies align with the science. The science. Yeah, heck the mask. Uh... So, the hope is that the guidance, the requirements of these agencies aligns with the science. And that public health messages combine both of those prongs. Weissman said, we have to be, we have to kind of be social stewards and health experts and sometimes security guards. It's a lot of roles that we have to play. It can be hard, it can be a hard message to receive if the public message is you can take your mask off. So, he's admitting, Weissman is admitting right here, they're not following the science, they're being social stewards, and sometimes security guards, along with their health expertise. So, Weissman seems to think that he's got a lot of responsibilities that I don't remember the government getting. Um, he'll have to show me that in the Constitution where... You know, the, the Myosha has this kind of power, but <clears throat> until then, we'll allow him to say foolish things. Grocery stores were among the first places to require masks. Well, no dip, but that wasn't the grocery stores. Um, yeah, whatever. I'll just leave that one alone. While many still have policies in place, Trader Joe's, Costco, and Walmart, and others are following the CDC and state health expert guidelines and that those who are fully vaccinated oh, goodness, do not need to wear masks. So, <clears throat> um, so you can, you can read this article if you want to see all of the, uh, 
um, all of the st- all of the things. There's statistics right here. Oh my gosh, oh, 184 grocery worker died, workers died, infected or exposed. Oh wait, no, and at least 41,700 grocery workers infected or exposed. So exposed didn't even so didn't even get it. Um, wow. So asymptomatic. Actually, you know, if they cut out the asymptomatic, they'd have a lot higher death rate. But they've been playing with the death rate since the beginning. So go ahead, read that if you want, you know, Detroit Free Press brand of, I don't know, whatever they're doing. All right. So, again, from the Detroit Free Press, because I said they, they did do a couple of uh, couple of things that were good this week. Uh, and this was one of them. So, company that flew Whitmer to Florida not authorized to operate charter flights. The Federal Aviation Administration is investigating after determining that a company hired to fly Governor Gretchen Whitmer to Florida is not authorized to operate charter flights. The possible violation of FAA rules by Air Eagle LLC, the Detroit company that owns the plane Whitmer flew on to visit her father in March, adds a new level of controversy to concerns about the flight. So I'm going to not read through this entire thing. I'm going to kind of skim. But um, so they, they do mention actually Whitmer was, uh, let's see, concerns about the flight related mainly to whether Whitmer's following travel advice her administration was asking Michiganders to observe and how Whitmer paid for the flight. Um, so those are, yeah, those are two concerns. Um, yeah, I wonder if they're going to mention the sick father that was just in Lansing. Uh, Whitmer chief of staff, Joanne Halls said Whitmer's officials quote, made a decision to use a chartered flight for this trip because of ongoing security concerns. Oh yeah. Ongoing security concerns. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She's, she's about to get kidnapped again. Everybody. She's got the people under lock and key that did it, but you know, it's still scary. Um, I don't know why we get such cowardly politicians. We need better politicians that um, aren't afraid of public pressure. Like, I don't know. It seems like Whitmer, every time she turns around, she's caving to, or she's seeming to cave to security pressures. Um, like, like everything she does, it's, oh, it's ongoing secu- security concerns. I feel like her, her administration is just going to be one large ongoing security concern. So, um, yeah. Don't know exactly what the security concern is. She didn't say. She won't say. Probably. She just, it's kind of a vague statement that she just kind of gets by on. Uh, so Elizabeth, Elizabeth Isham Corey, a spokesperson for the FAA, said companies that operate charter flights must have a Part 135 certificate issued by the federal agency. Other aircraft companies have a Part 91 certificate. Oh, goodness, she said. So, um, apparently they probably did not have the Part... Yeah, they didn't have the Part 135 certificate. Um, now, see, most people would come here, or most Republicans come here, and they say... Whitmer was totally in the wrong. We need to get her out. We need to do everything. Okay, so I'm going to go a different route. Um, 
the the fact that a company um let's see let's see yeah the fact that a company cannot charter a trip without government permission is actually governor whitmer's fault um or rather people like her's fault um democrats progressives they like companies not being able to do anything without first paying the government right so she decided to go through a company that had not first paid the government to do the thing that she wanted to do. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't she just go through a company that does charter flights? Oh, because they wouldn't give her, they wouldn't give her a, a political favor. I see. Or maybe ongoing security concerns. That might be it. Um, she didn't want to take the, uh, the chartered flight because, you know, security um, so they actually, wow, it talks a lot about this company, my goodness, um, they're just going on and on about this, I mean, if you were watching this, um, either on Rumble or on Twitch, I mean, geez, this thing just keeps going about this, um, about this this FAA charter flight. Oh, oh yeah, that's all they talk about actually. Uh they don't talk about um the So, okay. So Detroit Free Press gets like a C minus. I give them a C for this. Um so they they go into um all of these I mean, all of this discussion about um how the you know, how the flight was chartered and the nonprofit organization and, oh, they paid a lot for Whitmer and she paid a little and they're talking about, oh, that's pretty serious. They did not even mention the the fact, except for this one little blip at the beginning, um, they did not mention the fact that uh, her, let's see, where is it? The two main concerns. Ah, Mainly to whether Whitmer was following the travel advice of her administration. See, you would think that bringing that up in the beginning, that would be a talking point. But they just kind of skip over it, right? And they say almost nothing about it in the article. So, C, C, yeah, I'll give them a C. Detroit Free Press gets a C for that story. And with that, we are, uh, we are going to go on. Okay. So this one was good. Um, I couldn't. I almost said I couldn't believe this, but that that saying has got to go because uh, at this point I can believe almost anything. My goodness. So a civil rights leader, longtime cop named Interim Detroit Police Chief. So civil rights leader is the part that uh, that um, kind of made me go, huh? So let's see what his civil rights background was. Um, wait, oh, he's been in civil rights for approximately eight months. Um, so he left the police department to become a civil rights activist. And now he's going to be the interim police chief. Um, 
Let's see. White said his top priorities will be fighting crime with a particular focus on speeding, drifting, and other traffic violations. Oh, yes. Good. That's what Detroit needs. They need to get the, the traffic violators out of there. Huh. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the drugs running rampant and the daily violence. I mean, yeah, it's, that's kind of bad, but, you know, we got to get them speeders. We got to get them guys going too fast in their cars. All right. So that's silly. Um, yeah, traffic enforcement, the way we've been driving in this city has to stop. My goodness. Um... I'm I'm looking for something that's incredibly damning that he said. Um, I'm not. I'm probably not gonna get it though because the Detroit News doesn't like to attack Democrat politicians any more than any other news outlet. Because I mean, I can understand they they might get shut down, they might get um, fined, and all this stuff, or they'll just be slandered into uh, oblivion. You know, um, let's see how Dugan chose white. Um, So, Dugan is super impressed with James White. That's funny because uh, that's one of my one of my go to theologians when I have a have a question on something is James White. So, um, definitely not this James White. And also, this guy's black, so this is white appropriation, and I am offended. How do I get money? Is, is there like a, a way that I can get money or like throw him throw him in prison or like get Biden unelected? Like. I mean, there's got to be some kind of recourse here. Uh, do I have to burn down like a few buildings or what? Like, what? How? What is the? What is the? What is the process here? Um, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I just started rambling about how I don't want. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even remember. It was so unimportant. Okay, so uh, this Dugan Dugan is impressed with James White. Um, Born and raised in Detroit, of course. Um, let's see. I remember when the police came to the house to tell my grandmother that her oldest son had been murdered, he said. When he told my grandmother the horrible news, she collapsed on the floor. She's screaming and crying. I'm crying. So, um... So, he witnessed his grandmother being told that her oldest son was murdered. He knows that there's a very high murder rate in Detroit. And he's still going to focus on traffic. Um... Okay, he got body cams on all the cops, I guess. Um. Oh, he's straight from Whitmer. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, 
Goodbye, Detroit. I'm sorry. You had a good run. I thought you could come back, but if if Whitmer's sending her people over, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna leave that one totally alone for right now. We're gonna we're gonna be looking at the uh, murder rate in Detroit and see how high that spikes. Um. All right. So next up, M Live has some stuff. Michigan's push for permanent COVID-19 rules sparks battle with business leaders. So, I I told you quite a long time ago that we were going to get some some bad change. This is one of those bad changes. Um, The government crammed down a bunch of things on businesses and then just ate it. They just ate it all. And now they're saying, well, you ate all that. Like, this is just a little bit, right? So you should be good, right? And you're going to do it. Or you're going to get shut down, right? It's a nice story you got here. Be a, be a shame if something happened to it. Okay. Um, Governor Gretchen Whitmer has laid a clear path for Michigan to eliminate its COVID-19 health order and associated restrictions. Get 70% of the population, 16 or older, to have at least one vaccine shot. But simultaneously, the state is working through a process to make permanent its workplace COVID-19 rules enforced through the Michigan Myosha. Uh, which again needs to go. Um, yeah, vote Soldano next year. Um, that's going to be one of the. I'm going to make sure that gets on his agenda list because, um, yeah, if he becomes governor, he had better do what he said. Um, Republicans and business leaders are unhappy with the prospect of permanent rules. Voice your opposition to Whitmer's plan and make to make heavy-handed COVID rules permanent, the Michigan Republican Party wrote on Twitter. Say no to out-of-control, big-government intrusions into the lives and livelihood of Michiganders. We must end this madness. Well, I would absolutely agree, um, but I would say we need to speak out in opposition to the Michigan Republican Party more often, too. So, uh, yes, voice your opposition to Whitmer. Also, voice your opposition to the Republicans just being spineless. Um... That's what I do. That's what I try to do. I try to do it respectfully. It doesn't always work. But, uh, yeah. I'm much, much more concerned about the press and how much they're shilling for Democrats. But, anyway. The Small Business Association of Michigan added a form to its website allowing people to send a message to Myosha saying they oppose permanent rules. Within a few hours of adding it to the website, there were hundreds of responses. SBAM President Brian Kelly said. So, number one, I'm going to go here because uh, I'll, I'll fill that out in a little bit because that has, well, I guess it doesn't have uh, too much, but I'm not putting my address out there um, because leftists are crazy. Democrats will try and kill me. And uh, so, yeah, my my address is not going up there. Um, not all Democrats. There, there are just a few that I worry about. Um, and a lot more in the Democrat Party than there are in the Republicans. Uh, in light of last week's pivot on mask masks from the Centers for Disease Control and Michigan, Callie thinks Myosha will abandon its pursuit of permanent rules. Well, I hope so. I sure do hope so. And if they don't, 
hopefully, you know, we get a government or we get a governor in there that will oppose this and will repeal it and we'll get rid of it. Um, because number one, my OSHA has no legislative right at all. None. And if the legislature had any kind of, uh, respect for legislating they would be demanding that my OSHA be disbanded and that all of their people never be allowed to work in government again because they are just trying to legislate how buildings are supposed to be constructed how how uh, ventilation systems have to be run uh, filtration systems all this stuff they're they're trying to add so much onus onto businesses and when when the government, like, there has to be some onus on businesses. They have to, you know, there has to be some standard of accountability. They can't just be allowed to do whatever they want, dump their chemicals in my backyard, you know, um, you know, be belching out, you know, smoke all over the town. I mean, unless they're they're allowed to do that. I mean, if the town's okay with it, fine. Um, but I don't think anybody, no business has actually asked for my OSHA to force them to put in new ventilation, all that stuff. So again, um, my OSHA should be disbanded. So again, vote, vote Garrett Soldano. Oh my goodness. I have been awake for way too long. Vote Garrett Soldano for governor next year, 2022. Uh, and Christina Caramo for secretary of state. I haven't seen anything bad from her yet either. Um, Okay. My OSHA has cited more than 280 workplaces for COVID-19 violations. It's received more than 15,000 complaints since March of 2020. 15,000 complaints about COVID. My goodness. You know, so when my kindergartners come up to me and they say, somebody's hurting me. I say, are you bleeding? Is anything broken? Okay, then. Shut up and get back to playing. I would say the same to all of these complainers. But they're not in kindergarten. And somehow they've kept a mask over my face for the last year. So, uh, I don't really know how to handle this. Like, I, well, I do. I mean, you just have to, you just have to voice your opposition and get the people that agree with you to voice their opposition as well. So, I mean, that's that's how we're going to have to do this. Michigan Republican Party said it. We have to voice our opposition. If we never say anything, then those that are ruling will do whatever they want. Right? That just makes sense. Right? If if I'm, uh, if I'm you know, I, I would hope I would recognize this. But if for some reason I didn't recognize that I am just treating my soon-to-be wife awfully and she never says anything... I mean, again, there are other people in my life that would say something. Um, we've got a whole church that would come down on me uh, like like fire and brimstone. But the point is that if you don't stand up for yourself, if you don't say, no, I don't want you doing this, no, you don't have the right to do this, and no, we're not going to allow you to do this, then they will do it anyway. And they'll, they'll still probably do it, even if we voice our opinion. But at least it will be, um, you know, we made a good faith attempt to curb 
whatever again these these myosha policies you know we have to make a good faith attempt to curb them or it's kind of pointless to complain about them um yeah so that's just so this this story was just one big encouragement to um make your voices heard to your michigan government government like uh there's another guy uh hold on i'm gonna get his name real quick i just called him yesterday i'm gonna be calling him again tomorrow to see if i can get a statement at all um i think it's rick outman statement at all oh crap that's really loud um let's see where the heck is it and just oh uh yeah fred upton okay so congressman fred upton is supporting capital let's see in the news news there it is um oh okay so not only does he support a commission to investigate the January 6th riot which is dumb like there's no need to investigate one person died and it was a republican like there's no need to investigate anything I mean we heard a lot about bombs that'd be cool to know like what happened with those bombs that were supposed to be planted the pipe bombs um and Lord knows if that had been one of the Republicans or if that had been a Republican, we would not be hearing the end of it <clears throat> because we still haven't heard the end of it. And it wasn't. And the bombs just disappeared. Like the pipe bombs that were supposedly planted are just gone, vanished. Uh, the cop that was uh, bludgeoned to death by a fire extinguisher. Turns out he had a stroke the day after and died. Um, so there was actually no death in the January 6th riot. And yet this guy... Uh, Fred Upton is not only uh, trying to support the commission to investigate it, but he's also slamming his fellow Republicans for quote-unquote absolutely bogus downplaying. Let's see what this is. So give this guy a call. I'll give him your... I'll give you his number. Um, get a pen, write it down, or go online, look it up. Um, it is 269-385-0039. Call Congressman Fred Upton. Tell him that it is disgraceful that he is trying to investigate the January 6th riot. That it is disgraceful that he has said nothing about BLM's um, constant attacks last summer. Um, I will be I will be calling him again uh, tomorrow. His business hours or his office hours are nine to five. I mean, strongly encourage you guys. Call your representatives. Tell them what you want. It only takes a minute. And if we flood them with calls every single day, they will do something. We know they will. Okay? They try and wait it out. We have to be more persistent. Because they don't want to do anything. For some reason, Republicans in the government do not want to do anything unless they are directly threatened. So we need to be pushing on them. And I don't think that it is... Uh, disrespectful to call your representatives and tell them what you want and tell them, you know, if you think something they're doing is wrong. So um, there it is. Strongly encourage you guys get involved, be calling your representatives, find out who your representatives are. If you don't know, um, it is very easy to find out. Um, you can probably type in your city and congressman and it'll pop up. So, uh, 
Okay, so next up, Kalamazoo homeowner fatally shot man trying to break in police. Say this is going to be a short one. I just I wanted some good news for today. Um, so yeah, here's my good news. Uh, this this guy, Aaron Joseph Williams, 33, was attempting to break into the house on the 3100 block of Whittier Drive when the homeowner shot him around 11:43 p.m. Saturday, May 15th. Uh, so yeah, he tried to, uh, tried to get in the house and he was shot and hopefully that deters more criminals from doing the same thing. Um, also great plug for the second amendment. Um, not only are you able to protect yourself from burglars with guns, but you can also protect yourself from tyrannical governments. So that's a plug for the second amendment. Get a gun. Uh, so when the guy tries to get in your house, you are protected. All right. Last thing, because this is this has just blown my mind. When it hasn't really, I again, I I struggle with this feeling of my God, I can't believe this is happening. Also, it kind of makes sense. So. Um, all these people, a few dozen protesters. Okay. So a few dozen, um, I wonder how many that really is. Um, let's see. Yeah, free Palestine and U.S. military aid to Israel. All right. So, well, Palestine isn't oppressed like uh, Tigray is or uh, Myanmar. No. Yeah, I I don't know if any of these are actually uh, not free. Um, The only reason Palestine isn't free is because they're run by a terrorist organization. So... Oh uh, crap! What 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 happened? Why can't I go back? Oh oh here it is. Okay, it was on the same page. It was a pop out. Okay, so a few dozen protesters in downtown Kalamazoo Monday called for the United States to stop supplying money to Israel's army as violence between the country and Palestine escalates. Well, that is not actually when you stop sending your uh your allies money. Uh, that's that's when you start spending more. Um, but. These people don't understand Israel or Palestine, so it's not surprising. So it was an hour-long protest. Uh, uh, people talking about it in English and in terrorist. Um, let's see. Protesters also gathered in downtown Grand Rapids. Yeah, with a similar message. Israel and Hamas. Um, because those two are on... Um, the, those two are not even close to on the same plane. Um, let's see. There is no military solution to the conflict. Yeah, there is. Kill all the terrorists. If you get rid of all the terrorists, then there's nobody to shoot rockets at you. Um, so Israel is going about it actually in a different way. They're trying to just destroy all the buildings that the terrorists are using. Um, they're going about it actually much more nicely than I would. Uh, if people were shooting rockets at me, I would not just be shooting the rockets out of the sky. Um, they would be hitting targets. Um, so I mean, I've got to give Israel props for their patience, 
uh, their endurance, um, their their tenacity, um, and their intelligence. Like their their uh, military is working around the clock on a limited budget because we don't want to send them money. The only free country in the Middle East, and the United States does not want to help them at all. So that's uh. And again, it's it's not surprising to me that people don't know that Palestine is absolutely filled with terrorists because the media won't say anything about it. Like, I mean, in this whole thing, um, they said nothing. I mean, they said that they actually made Hamas, the terrorist group Hamas, that is running Palestine, look like they were doing worse. So... Um, since May 12th, there have been 212 people killed in Gaza, 15 people in the West Bank and 10 in Israel. Um, so they make it seem like the 220 people killed were Hamas and 10 people have died in Israel. Um, that is wildly inaccurate. I'm not going to find the numbers for you, but that's ridiculous. And even if it wasn't, even if these are the exact numbers, I would rather take 212 terrorists dead than any Israelis dead. Um, Every Israeli death is, I mean, every death is unfortunate, but if it has to be Israel or Palestine, America must choose Israel. Like there is no other moral choice. Palestine is disgusting in their tactics. Uh, Hamas uses schools and hospitals as shields. In fact, all of this is on the Daily Wire, um, which I would encourage you to go and subscribe to. They have all of the topics you will ever you could ever want. Um, let's see. They've got they've got specific. I'm trying. To, I'm looking for the uh, the drop down list that tells you because they've got a drop down list that's just Israel. Um, let's see. There was just one. So yeah. Uh, They're reporting on the takedown of the Associated Press's quote-unquote building. Um, The one that was filled with Hamas terrorists. Uh, And nobody was killed. In that takedown, that that entire building came down. Not a single civilian died. In fact, probably no terrorists died either. Um, you can go here and you can look on. Let's see, is this, okay, it's still Israel. They've got. Oh yep, yep. Biden administration proves that terrorists were in the AP office building. Um, let's see, pro-Palestine convoy in London includes chance of f the Jews rape their daughters. Um, let's see, there was one that, um, talked about, actually, let's see if,
There was one. Um, there was another one somewhere in here, but <clears throat> they report on not only what Israel has been doing, um, the real story about what Israel is doing, you know, from Israel, um, instead of from Palestine. Um, they look at what Palestine's doing, the tactics they use, the things that they believe, the things that they chant. Um, you know, the, Hamas is not hiding what they're doing. Um, for some reason, all of these, the, the press, MLive, is hiding what Hamas is doing. So Hamas is pretty open about it. It's, it's weird that the terrorists are just exceedingly open about what they're doing. You know, they, they're talking, they're, they talk about destroying Israel. They use tactics like, be you know, basing themselves in schools with children. They hide behind women and children, the elderly, the sick, the infirm, as tyrants and terrorists and just in general scum always do. So, again, not really surprised that in this age of media, um, the people are more ignorant than ever about what's going on. But, again... That is why we exist. That's a plug for my show. So if you like the show, if you like everything that's going on here, subscribe to the podcast. Um, definitely check out the Twitch show. You know, Leave a comment. Ask a question. Um, I'm always open for questions, comments. I will read your comment if it pops up. Uh, something random is always commenting because uh, she's kind of my moderator. Not moderator. Um, I don't know what it is on Twitch. I forget. But. Uh, so yeah, check out Twitch, check out the podcast. Um, if you agree, you know, other people that would agree, um, and you want to get this movement off the ground, um, join my discord, um, or share the podcast with somebody else. Um, that is a great way to, um, share the show, get these views out, um, and hold our media accountable because the more people that like what I'm saying about the media sucking, um, the more they will listen to what I'm saying. So if this is going to be a homegrown uh, movement, it has to be homegrown. So share it with your friends, family, um, annoy and don't annoy people with it, but, uh, you know, tell people about it. Tell people about Garrett Soldano. Tell people about Christina Caramo. Tell people, you know, that, uh, James Craig is probably not the best candidate. We know nothing about him. Um, so I mean, yeah, it, it takes, your interest, and I mean, obviously you're already interested, you're listening to the show, um, but, you know, share it, and our voice grows. So, that is all that I have, actually, no, no, one more thing. Um, I have a, a store, I have, you can get the Homes Politicast shirts, you can get, this isn't it. Um, oh, no, that's not what I want. Let me see. Let me see if I can, if I can find it. I'm just going to do this real quick. Um, I'm sorry for my audio listeners that I have to just kind (laughs) of sit while I'm pulling stuff up for my 
the viewers. Um, my thousand apologies. Um, I'd love to have you on here, though, checking it out. Um, so, I want to go to my page. Um, let's see. Oh, shoot. That's not what I wanted to do. Um, dang it. I know it's somewhere. Um, okay, I'm not finding it. Um, I'm going to have to show it to you guys later. Uh, I think I did it in the past show. That might be up on Rumble, but if not, um, actually, um, all right, I'm gonna try on on the. Uh, it's like tea tree. Not tea turtle, not tea chip. My goodness, there are a lot of t-shirt. Oh, Teespring. That's it. So Teespring.com, I think slash the Holmes Politicast. What? Okay, Teespring. Um, I thought that's weird. Where's my stuff? I just, I made a bunch of shirts and stuff. I don't know, maybe, uh, oh my goodness. Okay, here it is. Oh, what? Oh, I bet you I have to validate. Okay. Uh, again, a thousand apologies. This is retarded. Okay. So, teespring.com. I will have the link up soon. Actually, I'll have it in the uh, in the uh, description of this podcast video. Um, so, you'll be able to get to my store that way. Um, again, as soon as I get it validated. So... Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for making your voice heard here in Michigan. Um, and as always, have a great week. God bless. And try not to burn the country down. We'll see you next week. Actually, uh, I'll see you Friday. Yeah.